0: what's going on everyone do you want to start making more money for every parlay you make You've got to check out ThriveFantasy.com if the answer is yes. Now, Thrive Fantasy deals in player props. So we're talking player prop parlays. But I guarantee you, you're not going to find a website that pays better than Thrive Fantasy. Check them out online, ThriveFantasy.com. Put in promo code SBD for a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. Have more fun. Make more money betting player props with Thrive Fantasy. ThriveFantasy.com. Promo code SBD. What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are you on a Tuesday? Today is what's today? The 26th. Wow. Wowzers. We're getting close to May. My goodness. We're getting close to some hockey playoffs. Let's go. And uh, yeah, we're like a week away from that. So, what's going on? How are you? How's your Tuesday? Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about steam chasing. Now, this is an interesting concept that some people know a lot about. Some people don't know much about at all. And it's a very, very real and alive way to bet sports. Now, a lot of people think steam chasing happened in the, only in the 80s and 90s and it went away. It's not the case at all. And we'll talk about that on today's show. Um Want to thank Better Edge. Better Edge allows everyone out there to bet VIG free. So if you want to start betting without the minus 110, check out Better Edge, -edge B-E-T-T-O-R-Edge.com. Put in promo code SBD for a free 20 bucks. All right, so steam chasing. Let's first talk about what steam chasing is. Let's define what steam chasing is. Well, actually, I guess before that, we have to define what the steam is, okay? Because you can't chase the steam without knowing what the steam is. So the steam is defined as a lot of money being bet on a game at one given point in time. So what'll happen is syndicates, okay, syndicate is a group of sports bettors with usually a lot of money. Uh, Syndicates will bet at several different sports books at once. Okay, let's use an example. Let's go to uh, an NBA game. A lot of you may listen later on Tuesday. So let's go to an NBA game tomorrow. Uh, NBA for tomorrow. All right. So tomorrow, the, uh, 76ers are her way. Is this in a couple days? Yeah, this is Thursday. All right. So Thursday, Philadelphia is minus one and a half at Toronto. Okay. So Philly minus one and a half at Toronto. Well, let's say that's the opening number and no one's bet into it yet. Okay. And it opens at one and a half. And let's say that the syndicate likes, uh, Philadelphia at minus one and a half. Okay. Well, what they'll do is they will simultaneously bet at maybe 20 to 30 different sports books on Philadelphia at minus one and a half. Now, the the reason you have to do this is because not one sports book is going to let any syndicate or any one person, for that matter, bet, you know, $250,000 on one uh, NBA game, even if it's a playoff game. Right? You're not going to get 250000 down on any of these games by themselves, or at least at one sportsbook. But you can get 250000 down if you bet at enough different sportsbooks. Now, the issue with this is if the syndicates or sports bettors are well-known, that line will move. Right, So you can't have – if you're a syndicate and you have 30 different movers for you or people running for you, um, it would be – it would really be against your best interest to have one person bet because if if that sports book knows who you are, and even if, let's say your limit at that sports book is five thousand dollars on an NBA playoff game, okay, great, you make your five thousand dollar limit bet, then they may move the line to two, and if they move the line to two, and other sports books that that same syndicate uses moves their line to two, well, that syndicate or individual sports better whoever we're talking about isn't going to be able to get Philadelphia at minus one and a half. So it's imperative because lines are so important that you get lines, you know, at at their most valuable point. It's imperative that you get all these bets down at once without the market moving or without disrupting the market too much. So you can't make a lot of noise if you're a big time sports better. Now I, I don't operate this way. I don't bet enough money to operate this way. I don't need to. It's not, I haven't got there yet in my sports betting career. And that's frankly why a lot of people bet the NFL in the first place or the NBA in the first place is the markets are so tough to beat. But a lot of people are forced to bet those sports just because the limits are so high that it's worth it for them to do that. Right? For me, I can bet the NHL and bet European soccer because limits are so low. It scares off a lot of people. You know, it's just not worth a lot of people's time betting. You know, two hundred and fifty, three hundred a game. But it is for me. My God, they're they're mowing outside. Hopefully, you can. Hopefully that's not disrupting the podcast too much. Should I go yell at them? Hey, turn that thing off! We're doing a goddamn podcast in here. All right, they're 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 mowing their way down. Hopefully, when they come back, it's not too noisy. Uh, anyway, where the hell was I? Uh, goddamn mower distracting me. Uh, uh, God, I'm gonna have to go figure out where I was. All right, hold on, everyone. I'll be right back all right we're back uh so I was talking about how I don't have to operate in terms of be, you know being worried about getting a lot of money down on one line at once because I don't bet that much money right if I'm betting 250 300 500 a game on you know a hockey or soccer game that's worth it for me okay I, I hover around that price range to where that's I'm very comfortable making those bets and I don't need to you know, get 5000 down a game for this to be worth it for me. So I don't operate this way, getting a whole bunch of people to bet at once. I don't know if I ever will, working independently. But my point is, that's how these people work. And so it's really, if you want to make money betting sports for a living, Steam chasing is an actual, very viable option. Okay, and here's how it works. So the Steam is a lot of people betting on one game at once. If If you send... 15, 20, 30 people to any. Oh my God, here comes the mower again. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. God, this guy. Um, if you send 10, 15, 20, 30 people down to bet at once and all get the good number, these sports books talk. These sports books know what's going on, okay? These sports books are quickly going to identify what the quote sharp side is so in this hypothetical situation if philadelphia is minus one and a half and, and that happens and they send 25 people down to bet philadelphia at once well that that, that that's going to move the line that's may move the line two points so everyone else in the world now who wants to bet on philadelphia is going to get the opportunity to do so at three and a half when the syndicate." ate up all the good numbers. So that happens all the time. That actually happens way more than you would think. That happens in the NFL. That happens in the NBA. And most of you don't realize this happens because you're just looking at the screen too late. Usually don't look at these games, most people, until game day. So you're never going to see these big movements. I mean, as we've talked about before, unless you're actually betting at a sports book that originates or comes up with opening lines, you're probably not going to get the chance to get these opening lines anyway. So that's imperative, right? If you bet hockey and you're not signed up with betonline.com, I mean, good luck making money, you know, over the long run. But so so that's how this happens with the steam, okay? So if you're willing to make money betting sports, here's how you identify the steam. You need to figure out a sports book that originates lines. Let's just use hockey for an example, because I bet hockey, I do this every day, and bet online is the sports book that comes out with opening lines, okay? So every day... Around, I don't know, uh, eight, in between 8 and 9 a.m. Mountain Time, Bet Online will open up some NHL lines. And within minutes, those lines will start moving. Okay. Well, what you do if you want to steam chase, and if, let's say you didn't handicap like I did, and let's say you just wanted to start, you know, betting where the pros are betting, what you would do is be on the computer right when those lines open and just wait. And start seeing where the lines go. And if you start seeing early movement, okay, unless I gave that because the, the example I gave with Philly, where 30 betters are betting at once and it moves from one and a half to three and a half, that's pretty that's pretty rare. Okay, you don't get that much heat on any game all the time. What usually happens is it move it trickles. Okay, it'll move a little bit, maybe move a half point here, half point there, move ten cents here, ten cents there. So if a hockey game opens up minus one thirty, and you see it, and it's like, okay, well, now move to minus 133 and the minus 136. It's like, okay, the early money's coming in on this team. So if you now bet minus 136, technically you didn't get the best line at minus 130, but you're chasing the steam. That's what steam chasing is. You are betting what you're identifying the pros to be betting early in the process. And that's why people can make money doing this is you're betting on the same side of the pros every time. Now, there are some issues with this. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But that's what steam chasing is. And it's a very real thing. It's a real thing because syndicates are a very real thing. Syndicates bet this way. And it's only, it's only the nature of the market. If syndicates are still doing this in 2022, which they are, that's how the market's going to move. If we can identify how the market moves, we can make money. You see, a big point from today's show that you should take away is that you can make money in sports betting without being a great handicapper. If you know how the market works, that is a huge chunk in betting, in, in winning in sports betting. It's a giant chunk. They used to say about Billy Walters who is often regarded to as the best sports bettor of all time, they used to say if you put Billy Walters in the same room as this old handicapper known as the Chinaman, the, the Chinaman would have beaten Billy Walters out of his money in about a week. Okay, Billy Walters, even though I don't want to discount Billy Walters, but he wasn't a fantastic handicapper. He had a lot of great handicappers working for him. He could handicap a little bit himself. He just knew a lot about the market how to move the market, how lines worked, how, how, how bookies operated. That's why a lot of this show is about the inner workings of the industry and how things work, because that's a big chunk of how to win if you don't know how to write computer code. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. And so understanding what steam chasing is, everyone out there can start steam chasing tomorrow. Now, it, it takes time. It takes effort. You got to identify the opening book. You got to be there when it opens. You got to have enough time and money to be able to chase a steam. But that's how it works. You're, you're essentially trying to uh, steam chasing in layman's terms is people who aren't great handicappers trying to identify where the people who do this for a living are betting on. Now here's the downside with all this. Okay. Professionals know this. If you work at a syndicate and you want that number one and a half for for Philadelphia to be there in a couple days, you don't want to show your hand. So you start trickling money in all over the place and you don't Bet a whole bunch at once, okay? But not only that, so so it, it it's impossible in that case to identify the steam. But not only that, let's say you're steam chasing, which a lot of people do out there. A lot of people steam chase. And the syndicate wants to use the steam chasers to actually get a better line for themselves. Okay, let's use a hypothetical in the NFL, which actually, this happens, I don't want to say often, but somewhat often, this happens in the NFL, Let's say there's a team, uh, Team A, Team B, and Team A is minus two and a half. And the syndicates want Team B, but they want them at at least plus three. Okay, now what would anyone listening do? You'd go buy a point or buy a half point, right? Ah, Let's buy it up to three, right? Well, What syndicates will do is they'll give a head fake or an opposite play, and they'll start trickling money in on the wrong side. So let's say they want the underdog at plus at, uh, at plus three and a half. They'll actually bet the favorite at minus two and a half for, I don't know, 50,000. And then once that line moves to three, well, then they'll come on the other side and bet 500,000 on the plus three. So if you're steam chasing, you've got to be careful and got to be aware of the head fakes, of the opposites. Because if it were just as easy as, as identifying the early money and, and chasing that, you know, it'd be a lot easier to make money betting sports. It's harder to identify where the sharp money coming because because head fakes and opposites exist, and they do this all the time. They'll get because it's worth it for them to spend twenty or fifty thousand on the wrong side if they know they can get ten times that amount on a better number. So. That's the downside with this, is is trying to identify when there are opposites coming in. But in general, that's Steam Chasing. Look, it's Concept Tuesday. I don't want to get too in the weeds with this. Concept Tuesdays are a little, little softer and you know, a little bit more elementary. But, you know, today's was more intermediate, I'd say. But that's Steam Chasing. Identifying where the early steam is and trying to bet into it as early as possible. All right, that does it for today's show. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.